Welcome to episode 54 of the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm Greg Johnson, and today is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. Well, this episode is a follow-up to the episode from November 17th, where I was talking about my Apple Mac Mini being in the shop for repairs. And after about 12 days in the shop, I got the computer back. And to summarize, the repairs involved replacing the main logic board, often referred to as the MLB. And that's basically the entire computer. And also I decided to upgrade to 64 gigabytes of RAM, which is quite a bit. I had 32 gigabytes in there, but wanted to make sure the memory was not an issue. And I do have some big projects that require a lot of memory. So anyway, that was it. New logic board replaced under warranty and the memory upgraded at a pretty good price, I would say, for considering the size. So now with the computer back and set up, I wanted to talk a little bit about that recovery process, what was involved upon getting the computer back from the shop and how I'm moving forward from here. So the first process involved basically starting as if it was a brand new computer with the OS 11 instead of OS 10. Big Sur is the name of that. And I did the basic setup as one normally would. Then I restored from my Time Machine backup. The Apple backup system is called Time Machine. And that brought back all of my files and programs and settings. There were a few programs that required authentication again. They are designed to be able to avoid copyright infringement, people running you know, multiple copies of the program on different computers. So I had to activate those again. But for the most part, I was able to get back into the systems that I normally would need to use. I did notice something strange with Microsoft OneDrive. There were some folders that previously had files in them and then suddenly didn't have files in them. So one would think that when you restore a computer and OneDrive does its synchronization, that the files that are on OneDrive would override any files from a computer that's being restored from a backup from a couple weeks ago. Now, I've seen these kind of synchronization problems before, most recently with a program called Evernote. I would type up a note and the note would suddenly revert back to a previous version of the note from 10 seconds ago. Um, I type a title for the note and I get the title typed and then suddenly half the title would disappear and it would go back to a previous shorter version of the title. And it seems like these services that offer synchronization of notes or files, sometimes they don't properly synchronize. The copy that's on the server overrides the newer copy that's on your computer or device. And you might think, well, maybe it's a problem with the clock being off or something like that. But no, the problem kind of goes away. Um, you know, it happens a little bit, and then it corrects itself later. 
and, and doesn't happen. So the same thing is true with OneDrive. I've seen this happen before where suddenly OneDrive reverts to a version of a folder that didn't have the files. A scenario where you might see this happen is if you have, let's say, two or three computers that are synchronizing with OneDrive and you put a folder out there on OneDrive and suddenly the folder shows up on one of the computers, but it doesn't get populated with files. And then somehow later on in a synchronization, that computer overrides the copy that's on OneDrive and now the server side, cloud side at OneDrive does not show the files there. So th this is kind of what was happening and I wasn't sure specifically what the cause was, but I could see it was for a certain date range and it was about the same time that I brought the Mac Mini back online. Now, fortunately, I was able to go to the recycle bin in OneDrive through the web portal, onedrive.com, and I could see all the deleted files that had been at one time in OneDrive on these computers through the synchronized folders. So anyway, I brought that back and I've not had any problems with OneDrive since, but I am more reluctant to rely on OneDrive and I'm thinking about possibly using some other cloud synchronization. I think it's less likely to be an issue if a person only uses one computer with OneDrive. Um, and certainly, you know, restoring a computer with OneDrive turned on can produce unpredictable results, you know. Um, so anyway, in bringing the Mac Mini back, that was the main complication that I ran into. Otherwise, things seemed to be in pretty good shape. I went into a lot more detail and depth in my previous recording about the Windows computers and Raspberry Pi computer that I was able to use as alternatives to the Apple computer during the 12 days that I was without the Apple computer. And now the impact of that experience though has been that I was forced to do a lot of my workflow on a Windows machine. I did have a MacBook, a lower powered device that I could have used if I really wanted the Apple experience, but I wanted to take the opportunity to see how well I could do my work without an Apple computer, still using the iCloud.com web interface on occasion for the contacts and calendar, which I want to point out at one point, actually a, a couple of times, I went to use the calendar and got an error using the web interface. Essentially, the web interface was saying that it couldn't contact the server. So that seemed to be something going on with Apple's computer system at their end and not with, uh, obviously, you know, it's, it's a web interface, so you get whatever's on the server. But apparently their server interface talks to the central server in the same way your app talks to the central server. But that was a little bit disconcerting because I want to feel like I can rely on these cloud services and there were some hiccups along the way. Um, but yeah, so I didn't want to use that sort of underpowered MacBook, 
but instead wanted to use these newer, uh, more powerful computer, the Windows uh, multi-core system that I built recently, and the Raspberry Pi computer. And for a period of oh, several weeks, or maybe more than a month, I had been running in parallel the Windows computer and the Raspberry Pi computer. So when the Apple computer crashed, I didn't need to quickly set up an office, which could take a day or two or three or more if you had to go out and buy equipment or set it up. Now, after having the Mac Mini repaired and up and running, I find that I'm still preferring the Windows computer for some tasks. I like to shut down my computers when I'm not using them, and the Windows computer starts up almost as quickly as an iPad. It's all solid state and very fast. So if I have a quick task I need to get done, I'll probably do that on the Windows computer if all of my computers are turned off. I'll just turn on that Windows computer and in a few seconds be getting that task done, and then I can shut it down again. Something that's important, I think, to share with people is the repair turnaround time. You know, it during a busy season, just depending on when you happen to have a computer crash, you can't really predict that, but if you're close to a holiday or a weekend or whatever, uh, if you're going to cover a couple of weekends, then that's time that um, many shops would be closed. And so, you know, you're looking at at least two or three days before your computer gets looked at, and then perhaps a day of evaluation. Then if parts are needed, that can take another two or three days for parts to arrive. And then depending on how quickly your computer can get back in the queue for having that repair done, it may take another two or three days. So you put all that together and a quick repair would be possibly 10 days or 12 days. And that's what mine was. So it's another reason to have extra computers around that are up and running, ready to use, which I mentioned in the episode before this one, um, because you never know when you might have a system go down. And even if it's under warranty, uh, or even if you are ready to go out and buy a new one, you're going to have some downtime there. So that would be an episode you might want to listen to if you haven't considered that already. But in general, the repair turnaround time I thought was pretty good. Um, it did give me some time to do more of a deep dive into using Windows. And overall, I mentioned to people something I try to do whenever a repair is needed is to turn that into an opportunity to upgrade. So that's what I did here, is I figured, well, if it's going to be in the shop, I might as well have them do some other things to it, and I had the memory upgraded. But I think if something happens to the system again, I might go ahead and just buy a newer computer, and that can reduce the downtime. Assuming I have a current backup, I would just buy a newer Mac and keep going. Well, that's about it for this episode. I mainly just wanted to share the outcome of the repair. And for those of you who are interested, talk a little bit on that topic. So thanks for listening. And I look forward to sharing more with you again soon. Take care.